Oh, my land, y'all. It's Kathleen and Nikki. We can't wait to share what we're up to in this episode. Here we go. In this episode, you're going to be hearing from me and Nikki in the moment. And we're going to be adding in some recordings from the road from our big adventure for our 50th birthday. So to start this episode off, we wanted to uh, make sure y'all knew all about the fairy bells because they've kind of become part of mine and Nikki's adventures. And um, I'm going to be honest, I couldn't even remember how we got the fairy bells. And for good reason, I didn't get them. So that's why I have no memory of them. This is all Nikki's idea. So Nikki's going to share with you how in the world did we come about using fairy bells on our adventure? Well, fairy bells started for me. It was the summer of 2002. Is that right? Or two, 2003 when your brother got married. I know. I can't remember when he got married. I'm pretty sure it was 2002. As a matter of fact, I know it's 2002 because I looked it up in my travel journal. Yes, that's right. It's 2002 because it was in my travel journal. I drove cross country with another friend of mine. We were co-workers and friends. And so we left about two weeks before your brother's wedding. And we were driving from Tennessee to California. I drove cross country I drove cross country with another friend of mine. We were co-workers and friends. And so we left about two weeks before your brother's wedding. And we were driving from Tennessee to California through the South route, the Southwest route. And we stopped in Austin, Texas. That was one of our stops on our road trip. We went into this little shop. And we bought all these silly little things to put in our car to protect our car. We had a little tiki man who bobblehead kind of thing who bounced around. And we, we bought some silly air fresheners. And we bought these fairy bells because they were supposed to protect the car. All right. And they were cute. If you remember, they were like just a simple yellow string. And then they they were little bells. So it was just one string. They didn't hang down or anything like that. It was just one string with these little tiny bells kind of individually attached to the string. All righty. And so um, I kept those. And then... We went on a trip the next year in 2003 with our moms. To Boston. Yes, to Boston. And your mama rented the car and she was going to do all the driving because it was cheaper if we only had one driver. And lands, if we can save a dime, we're going to save a dime. Exactly, exactly. We flew because you had all these miles yeah, I had gotten free tickets. Yes, you had three free tickets. So we bought one ticket and split the cost between the four of us. Then we got there and we split the cost of the car. But your mama was like, Mm-mm, I forget how much more it was going to cost us. Probably today, none of us would care. But back then we cared. Yes. And 
So she said, nope, I'm just going to be the driver. So she drove the whole trip. I had packed the ferry bells. None of y'all even knew what the ferry bells were, but I did. And your mama, you know, sometimes with her driving, (laughs) she can be a little wild. So we hung the ferry bells. We draped them across the front windshield. Yes. Oh, yeah. I remember that. I remember that because on that trip, the fairy bells were just fun. They were just fun. Yes. And I also then bought the fish that read your mood for the day. So we would have the fairy bells and we'd have the fish and we'd check all of our moods before we started the day. And, you know, it was all vague. So then we had to try to figure out what she was passionate about or what she was sad about. But uh, And I remember you got mad because I got I was passionate every time we did the fish. I know it. <laughs> I, I was like a dead fish. <laughs> and he is, her little fish was all curling up and passionate, but not mine. Flat, just flat as a pancake. But uh, I am going to bring that fish. I do have some of those fish. So uh, on the next adventure or on one of the recordings, I'm going to bring that fish. Well, and so we had that and that the fairy bells protected us on that trip because you remember your mama. We in the South or in the state that we live in, there are no toll roads. No, no. We're not used to paying tolls. That is foreign to us. We got to Massachusetts and there was a toll road everywhere we went. Yes. And we were not prepared. We didn't have to. This was back when you still threw your quarters into a bucket. Not like now where you got these nifty little readers. Passes. Yeah. Yeah. We And so none of us were prepared. We didn't have coins. And so we were always trying to make change. It was frustrating. Yes. And this particular day, your mama missed the turn because we didn't have we didn't have apps on our phones we no. didn't even have smartphones because this was 2003 so I guess my mama was reading directions on a map or something yeah. to her, and they missed the turn and Miss Linda God love her she is not a cusser like I am but she cussed that day because she missed the turn for us to turn around and get off the interstate and turn around and come back, we were going to have to pay the toll twice. She wasn't doing it. She said, oh, no, I am not. And right there on the interstate, she threw that car in reverse. My mother called it Aura. And Mama said, well, Linda, throw that car in Aura and let's go. Yeah, that happened. And, of course, I was having to come apart in the back seat because I'd been in a horrible a head-on collision that winter, and still to this day have a broken collarbone over it. Well, and then you were still, like, it was so fresh, you still couldn't wear a bra yet? or Oh, I know, because I was tore up about my appearance, and we were still hoping, at that point, we were hoping that there was a chance it could heal. Yes, so... You're sensitive. I'm in the back seat with you. That was the way we rode that whole trip. Our moms rode up front. We rode in the back just like we did when we were little girls. Yes. And you're crying. (laughs) Never forget. This was shocking because your mom just never did or said things. She was always so compassionate. She said, 
Kathleen, hush up that crying right now. It was a high stress moment. Yeah. But she threw it in reverse and we didn't pay that double toll. No, right there on the interstate. Yeah. Aura happened. Sure enough, did so. We still we still refer to it as Linda throwing it in the aura. We do, we do. So we had such fun memories with those fairy bells when we started this adventure out. I asked Nikki. I said, you know, do you still have those fairy bells? And she was like, no, but don't worry, I'm gonna get us some more fairy bells. So I was expecting her to have the same kind of fairy bells that we had in Boston. But y'all, they don't look like that. And so we're gonna go to a recording now of us talking about the fairy bells while we're traveling down the road. So you might hear, you know, messages going on in the background and me saying, whoop, here comes a car. I mean, you just don't know what you're going to hear because we were recording as we went on down the road. And Nikki is showing me these fairy bells. And actually, I already had seen them, but I didn't know about where they came from and the packaging and everything. And so we're going to put that on right now so you can hear my reactions in the natural, in the moment, about these fairy bells. Okay, it's day two. We're headed out. It's 9.05 a.m. We need to start with a prayer because I need Jesus putting a hedge of protection around this whole truck and trailer that we get there safely. And I love this open road. Not a lot of vehicles. Or is that one just sped by like its butt was on fire? In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs> oh, mercy. Oh, my lands. The fairy bells are going. So when we were getting ready to go on this adventure... I needed some new fairy bells because we needed our we needed protection for our car. I know. I remember us wanting them last year too, and we couldn't find them. We couldn't find them, but that wasn't as long a trip. That was just like four hours away. This many days, we need some fairy bells. Exactly, and that was when I realized I didn't have them anymore. It was when we went on. We're looking for them for that trip. Yeah. So I decided. I needed to find us some fairy bells. So I started Googling fairy bells. And it took me to Etsy. And this little shop. These are some heavy duty fairy bells. They're high octane. Yeah. <laughs> um, they have a little container of sage on them. And they've got all kinds of little glass and sparkly things. So I ordered them and they came. I've got the box. I'm going to read to you. They came packaged all pretty. Little sticker says handmade with love. And a little handwritten card too. I mean, they're pretty over the top. I mean, they're special. You can tell that looking at them. And they're handmade. <clears throat> yeah. Tell that too. So, 
the owner of this Etsy shop. She sent me a card. It says, Mary Meet Nicole. And for the record, Nicole is spelled correctly. <laughs> this lady who does not even know me. For one day, much less 46 years. She was just trying to make a good impression. Well, she did. I've already made an impression. <laughs> <laughs> there ain't no changing it at this point. Inside the card came a little a little typed up pamphlet. Okay. It says witch bells. Mm. Not fairy bells. <laughs> well, well, well. We're going to have to rename them Jesus bells. <laughs> Well, that was my first point of concern that they said witch bells. Because <laughs> I just thought fairy bells were just a little good luck, yeah, I mean, superstition, fun uh, symbol. Right, just fun. But this says witch bells. Okay, okay. And now they're hanging amongst two of my crucifixes. <laughs> Jesus is rubbing off on them. Covering them up. Well, let me tell you what cards, I mean, what the pamphlet says. All right, all right. It says, witches love to hang bells from the doorknobs to scare away unwanted spirits. Hang these little bells from your doorknobs and chant three times the following spell. Uh, and your face, <laughs> I wish we were on video. <laughs> Uh, oh, God. <laughs> I'm not about to chant nothing other than Jesus cleanse them. Jesus cleanse them. Jesus cleanse them. Now, we ain't going to say it three times. I'm just going to read it to you. Okay. So, hopefully, we're not igniting any kind of spell. <laughs> and since we're only going to say it once. Okay, okay. It says, guard my home, bells on the door. Let only blessings walk on this floor. Block all evil and all the dark arts. May only good approach our hearts. Blessed be. The name of the Lord. <laughs> In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I mean, the saying has got <coughs> some good parts to it. You know, because the evil is the devil, and we don't yes. want none of him at our door. No, I agree. I agree. Symbols that she has used are the true Wiccan symbols. I hope you've checked our bales for some symbols, because I don't want none of them symbols on our bales. There's, there's not. She did send us a little add-on, and I did not put that add-on on here. Oh, that was nice of her. Well, no. It oh. would have been a wicked little add-on symbol. Okay, okay. I no, I mean it was nice of her not to already add it. Oh, oh, yes, yes. I love hearing them because they, they kind of sound like wind chimes in the car. Mm-hmm. And I like wind chimes. And, hey, if, <clears throat> if they help motivate the evil spirits to stay away, the sound of that keeps the evil spirits away. I mean, I don't think we need anything else because the Holy Spirit is in the scar with us anyhow. That's right. That's because right. we are filled with the Holy Spirit. That's right. That's right. But, hey, 
when you're going on a trip and you're pulling a camper for the first time. Let's get everybody's help. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, y'all, in our rush to get into the hotel that night and coming off of high anxiety for me not being able to back up that, you know, lemon drop by myself and having to get, you know, the help uh, of the very nice, very kind uh, truck driver. Um, we left the fairy bells in the truck that night. And um, I think we should have taken them. We could have used some protection of the evil spirits coming in the doors. Yes. In this hotel. Yes, because we was attacked right off. And so just picture in your head, y'all, two frazzled ladies that don't know up from down as far as pulling a camper. I mean, we're learning it all in real time. And uh, we've done got her situated. And what we're really talking about at the time was the fact that we were going into a hotel hauling our clothes in to the hotel in clear totes. No, you had clear totes. I was upset because once we get to the hotel, it hits me. Oh, dear Lord, Kathleen, you didn't let me pack a suitcase. We got to carry all of our totes inside. And I am making fun of us being a bunch of rednecks going into what we thought was a nice hotel. And y'all, my tote that I had out, I mean, it had all, you know, what they used to call it back in the day, a lady's delicates. All 15 pairs of them. <laughs> yes. It had all my delicates. It had all my everything. And it was all out there for view, y'all. It was all out there for view. But I'm here to tell you, I was so happy Lemon Drop was parked. I didn't give two hoots what anybody could see in my clear tote. I was just like, whew, I'm just glad to be parked. Although we did get a good laugh of making fun of ourselves. Especially you with your clear tote and all your undies all packed in that tote. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Going yeah. right through the lobby. Oh, yeah. Everybody could get a good view of what I had on underneath my clothes that day right by looking at my tote. So uh, we got in and we got into our hotel room and Nikki was like, no, no, this is not going to work for me. It is hotter than, what is it, Nikki? The ninth level of hell. Yes, y'all. It was hotter than the ninth level of hell in that hotel room. So we just trucked it right on back down with my clear tote of delicates. I mean, they didn't go through this hotel lobby once. They went through it once, twice, oh, a third time, and then a fourth time once we leave the next day. So anyways, we tell them, and they said, oh, you just don't know how to work it. So they go up, and they turn it on, and we're like, oh, look, it's cold. It's cold. Feel it. Cool, cool, cool. And we're like, yeah, okay. Well, you know, we're going to go eat. We're tired. We'll give it some time to cool down, and, and then we'll hopefully it'll all be good when we get back. So we eat, and then we walk back to the hotel, and we open up the door to the room, and it is still 
Well, by then, maybe it was only the eighth level of hell, but it was still pretty far down there. Yeah, it was still a level of hell, y'all. Yeah. So we go downstairs and we say to the nice young lady, because um, it's a family-owned hotel. It's a name brand, but a family owns it. And um, we say, it doesn't, it's it's hot. I mean, it's I can't sleep in that. I was like, man, I just might as well be sleeping out there in Lemon Drop with not a day bit of AC on or electricity to stay in this hotel room we paid money for. And so they go right on up there and they're like, oh yeah, you're right. It is hot. Oh yeah. We're going to get you a new room. So here we go back with the toads, back downstairs, get the new room. And uh, we go into the room and y'all. And this one, she was telling us, Oh, this is one of our newly renovated rooms. Oh, yeah. I was about to say, I mean, she was just proud as punch mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of this newly renovated room. I mean, it was, look at the artwork on the wall. Look at this and look at that. Now, y'all, she pointed out everything brand new in the room. But if you just cast your eyes to heaven... <laughs> You saw 15 water stains. Now, in the remodeling, I guess they forgot to repaint the ceiling. I I don't know. But, I mean, you just had to lay there and you just had to say, this is a remodeled room. That means my mattress is brand new. That means everything is okay. And keep your shoes on. So, uh, that's what we did. And um, we made it, and uh, we slept uh, just fine. I woke up, you know, refreshed, and I was cool. Plus, it had gotten colder in the night. So when the temperature dropped, it, you know, it made the, gave the ability for the room to cool down some more. So we headed back on out on the road as we carried our totes <laughs> right back on through the lobby to get back on the road. And I can tell you this, on our way home, we weren't real sure where we were going to stay, but uh, Nikki said, it won't be in another hotel. It will be in Lemon Drop. I will find us a place to stay. So um, this brings us to the piece of advice uh, for this episode. And it's not about choosing hotels, because I'm here to tell you. I've stayed in high dollar ones and I've stayed in cheap ones. And you just, you're not, I don't think you're ever guaranteed on what you're going to get. You know, there can always be surprises. But uh, this piece of advice goes back to what Nikki mentioned at the beginning of the episode when she referenced her travel journal. Because y'all literally in the vehicle, you know, we were debating and I kept going, there's no way my brother's been married that long. And back and forth and she pulled it right out and there was the date in the travel journal and I just cannot advise enough that you keep a travel journal Um, it has been truly probably one of the joys of my life my child absolutely loves my travel journal I wish that I could journal all the time I really do but I don't take that time out in my daily life, but I take the time to do it when I travel. And it doesn't matter who I'm traveling with. I use the travel journal. 
I record in it the price of gas. I record where I ate and what I ate. I record the weather. Who's traveling with me? I, it just doesn't really matter. I just put down anything and everything, and I have different people writing it that are with me on my you know, travels, and it has come in handy several times. You know, my mom just recently went to Savannah, and she was like, well, where did you go, Kathleen, when you were in Savannah? And I was able to just open up my travel journal and say, Mama, you've got to eat at the pink house, and this is what I ordered, and you need to order this for dessert because I had it all in the travel journal. And um, it's fun. It's fun. Uh, one of my travel groups, every single time we travel, we start out, I read the journal entries from the time before. That's what we always do in the first few hours of travel is we sit and laugh about what we did last time. And uh, then we add as we go. So it makes really good memories. And you are recording a piece of history for your family. So I advise you keep yourself a travel journal. They're just fun. Well, y'all, we hope you can use that piece of advice or tweak it to fit your life and or your friendships. If you have a question that you would like us to answer or a piece of advice that you would like us to share, email us at ohmylandsherewego at gmail.com. Oh My Lands Here We Go is produced by Nick Lean Productions. Our song, OML Here We Go Again, was written and performed by Joey Boone. Copyright 2022, Joey Boone, eDaddy Music, ASCAP. You can follow Joey on Facebook and Instagram at Joey Boone Music. You can also reach him at joeyboonemusic.com. If you enjoyed the Oh My Lands Here We Go podcast, please subscribe and review us. This helps us to keep sharing our adventures. You can find us at Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at Oh My Lands Here We Go. Seriously, y'all, thanks for joining us on this adventure and laughing with us as we go. Hope to see you next time.